0: Things have become pretty much easy right now. So with the API, things are becoming better and better as so many software companies are actually now jumping into this race of building in WhatsApp marketing software.
1: Hey guys, what's up? My name is Ashish and I'm your host for the D2C Drive podcast where I talk to founders, investors, marketers. CROs and agencies who have been scaling D2C brands from the last decade, learn from their experiences, learn what kind of strategies and frameworks that they've been using to scale some D2C brands, and also dwell into what are the things which we need to look at in the coming decade, because the D2C landscape is growing like hellfire all across the globe. Today, I am so excited and welcoming Anthony Chaco, who is the founder of Alpha Marketer, a media company focused on conversational marketing. Welcome, Anthony, for the DTC Drive fourth episode.
0: Hey, Ashish. Thanks for inviting. It's a pleasure to be a part of this podcast.
1: Awesome. Anthony, I stumbled upon your post that you came into WhatsApp marketing world in 2020, mostly, yeah. before you were you know, having a decade-old experience in performance marketing, driving revenue for a lot more other brands. What were you doing before WhatsApp came into your world, right? What was working for you before WhatsApp came in? I
0: started the digital marketing journey in 2007. It was very early days. You know, at that time, if you say that you are into social media and Facebook, people will laugh at you. They will say no, that's not a career. <laughs> okay, so... The OGs of the digital marketing industry. So yeah, I started off my career as a blogger. I had my own blogger blog, a free blog, and I used to write every day. Then the you know digital marketing bug caught me. I started learning about Google AdWords, Facebook ads, and stuff. And luckily I got an opportunity to work with a company called Courses. They were into creating the world's biggest search directory. So I joined them. Initially, you know, did their media management, like their ads on the website and stuff, then learned email marketing, and then finally promoted to a Facebook marketer and then a product manager. So that was a nice journey for five years where I learned about marketing and technology a bit. And then I joined a company called Royal Sundram, that's a traditional insurance-based company. So I was responsible for setting up the digital expansion drive. And then I moved on to a company called Flinterbox that's into hardcore e commerce. It's a subscription based e commerce company. So it was a very young startup. I was one of the seventh employees. Like I was the early founding members of the team. And uh, so from there, it was from scratch, I was involved in building the entire marketing team. Today, they are roughly 200 to 300 odd people company. We took it to a Series A funding. And after that, like I spent a good Four and a half years there, managing the entire marketing and sales operations there. And in 2019, I said, okay, fine, let me start something of my own. So I quit my job at Linto as the marketing head. I started my own agency, Alpha Marketer. So initially, the idea was to build an agency as well as share my knowledge, whatever I've acquired in the last 13 years in the corporate, okay, in the form of courses. I want to teach people and do consulting. So then I spent some seven, eight months actually sitting and recording whatever I know in terms of marketing, copywriting, psychology, sales and everything. And I trained almost 1,000 to people first and then a pandemic hit. So at that time, the e-commerce boom was like touching its roof and a couple of companies reached out to me saying that, can you help us run ads, Facebook ads? so that's when the agency was born so i hired the best of the best that i trained in my courses built a small team like it's a fully remote team and then we started taking the facebook ads projects and yeah i mean i've been doing facebook ads for almost 10 years now so that was easy for us we were doing great with that and then apple ios 14 update came so that's when the Things started getting a bit challenging, wherein Facebook marketers can't perform well because you you can't track the data. Facebook pixels were not being able to track because of the Apple iOS policies. So that was a challenge, and our clients were not happy with the results. So at that time, we thought, okay, there should be a way out. And uh, I mean, a bit earlier than that, we started experimenting with this WhatsApp API. I'm a bit fascinated about this whole chatbot stuff because for my previous company, Flinterbox also, I've implemented chatbots. Okay, So I love the fact that you, know, you can do copywriting and, and you can set up the whole system and the entire bot will take care of the customer flows. And uh, when we set it up for our previous company, so it was a B2C company, we had a chatbot solution which was for B2B company. So at that time, we wished, you know, if there was an option where we can build bots on WhatsApp, but that that was not possible back in 2015. So now in 2020, this is possible. Now we have chatbot solutions. We have a lot of things that that we can do with WhatsApp, right? So that made us curious. And I also had a background in email marketing. So whatever we can do with email, whether it is post-purchase confirmation, you know, reordering, abandoned card, all these communications that we can do with email, we can now do with WhatsApp. So this made us excited and then we quickly implemented this whole WhatsApp API for one of our clients and the results were crazy. So that's when I thought, okay, fine, something is happening. This seems a new opportunity. It's a blue ocean altogether. There's not many people are doing this. So why not create a new category here, and you know, focus on e-commerce brands and how we can implement WhatsApp for them. That's yeah. how the WhatsApp marketing journey started. And from there on, within a matter of say, six months, we helped around 24 companies implement WhatsApp, the entire suite of WhatsApp automations for them. And again, it helped to have that experience of running Facebook ads, the experience of you know, setting up email automations and sequences and the experience of building bots. Okay, so we combined all these things and then we did this. So after a span of some six, seven months, implementing it for almost 20, 24, two months back, we decided, okay, we are going to take this knowledge, document it and train agencies out there. Because there was a stage where we were getting booked out for two months, three months, right? And there were because there were not many agencies in the, in the, in the industry who were you know, doing this. And this information was kind of new and unique at that moment so we started selling courses okay on whatsapp marketing and doing consulting for brands because many brands also came to us saying that we want to train our team on whatsapp marketing so then they can do it in-house
1: so anthony give us a little picture of okay how does somebody go about starting their fundamentals on whatsapp And then eventually, what are the gaps that you are seeing, you know, in brands out there?
0: Right. So, again, to start with any, you know, company has to apply for the API. So, you need to have a WhatsApp marketing software. Only to the software you can apply. So, you can't apply the API directly. So, you have to go through a BST. BST is business solution provider. It can be any software. And there are so many companies which are doing this right now. So, for that, you have to... While applying, you have to verify your Facebook business manager. So you have an account on Facebook, you have to verify that you're a genuine company, submit your documents, get it with Because Facebook is not want to take risks because people are going to spam. I mean, we are like, we know that marketers spam and, and spoil everything. So they want to be absolutely sure. So they make sure they check the authenticity of the company and only then they will give the API. So once the API is done, then you basically you are given the permission to communicate with people via WhatsApp. So then to start with the basic setup per se, what I will say is look at all the email marketing touch points. So already I know for a fact that a lot of e-commerce companies are implementing email marketing, but they're not very happy with it in India because of the target audience that we are dealing with. They not necessarily everybody's on email. A large part of the audience is comfortable doing business or talking or making any decision via whatsapp but in the western world yes email marketing is very popular play a very huge part in driving the e-commerce revenues so then for the indian audience if you look at okay whatever things that we can do with email marketing whether it is abandoned cart notification that can be recovered by email it can be done by via whatsapp also order confirmation messages can be sent by email it can be done via whatsapp also so similarly, your shipping notification they can be sent via email, also via WhatsApp. So just we can start mapping out what all the touch points with email marketing. Everything can be done via WhatsApp. Now the beauty of WhatsApp here is that it's not a one-way communication platform. So in most cases, when it comes to email, let's assume you get an email playbook on sending your order confirmation. It will say, hey, Ashish, you purchased XYZ product, the cost is so much, your order ID is so much, that's it. Probably you will have one link to promote the next product that you want to do. Maybe you'll try to upsell in the order confirmation, etc. But with WhatsApp, what you can do is, you can start a new conversation with your customer with the help of chatbots. So your order confirmation will go on WhatsApp, saying that you purchase XYZ product, cost, everything. And then you can say, hey, why not check other products that we have in our store? And then we can give a button. If they click on that, you can actually show the entire catalog. You can show the different categories. They can select it and they can start interacting with your brand. You get to know your brand. You can even tell them that, hey, moving forward, any communication that you want to have, you can have it here. This is our official WhatsApp number. And whether it is support or you want to buy anything or you want to reorder, You don't have to go to Google and search our website name and then go and buy. This is our official WhatsApp number. You can either order, reorder, or get your queries answered. So a lot to do with how we are positioning this to our customer. Mm -hmm. The power of WhatsApp is that you combine a notification system. So when I say notification system is basically email and SMS. They notify you or your push notifications plus an interactive website. Generally, websites are static. You now, WhatsApp can become your interactive website, okay? So on click of a button, it can show you videos. It can show you pictures. It can explain in text. So now it's a, it's a combination of a notification system plus an interactive website. Now imagine how powerful this is.
1: So how tough it is to set up these automations with WhatsApp from across this customer journey? what all things, what all apps needs to be integrated? What tools can you use for this? And you guys must be doing this, you know, day in and day out with a lot of people. So where do you see yourself as a challenge, as an agency and also as a brand, right? Doing this.
0: Yeah. See, again, things have
1: become pretty much easy right now.
0: So with the API, things are becoming better and better as so many software companies are actually now jumping into this race. Of building in WhatsApp marketing software. So every day you can see some new company launching. So that is what is happening in the mark tech world, right? Every day, like, you know, when once you have one technology, then there will be like 100 copycats or 100 people joining in this, this race. So now the race is on building features. So there are so many companies in the market. Some will have 10 features, some will have five features, some will have 20 features. But I'm sure in another six months or one year's time, that will be saturated. Right. Everybody will have every other feature. Then the you know, fight will be on the price. So I stopped tracking which software is good, which software is bad, because the, every other day there's a new uh, thing in this place. So we've been using this tool called Wati. Okay, vati.io. That's the tool that we've been fairly consistent with in terms of our business as well as for our clients also. So... Very, I mean, they have a very uh, clean UI. You can drag and drop and build the whole flow. But again, do they have all the features required for Indian P2C commerce? No. But the UI is very strong. The system is very stable. And they have this in pipeline, probably in the next six months. Okay, many things like, you know, payment via WhatsApp is also possible. Okay, now it is possible for, for, for some companies, but that's also getting built in. So the point I'm trying to say is, how easy it is to implement. I will say it's fairly easy, okay? But it's all about two things, right? One is the strategy as to when you want to send, you know, what message. This is very important, like people, you know, once they get the WhatsApp API, they go bonkers and they will start bombarding all the customers with WhatsApp. Okay, that's not how (laughs) it should be done. Right. So you need to know, okay, what message at what stage of the customer journey that you have to map it really, really well. That's the Mm -hmm. strategy part. Second is Mm -hmm. the copywriting part. You need to have very, very powerful copy. To communicate okay it's again you have to be short you have to be on point okay again you can be smart to use a little bit of videos and you know images to make the whole communication much more impactful so it's i will say it's more of a copywriting game and less of a technical setup because all these softwares are doing that job of you know you you don't have to know coding to build a chatbot. you can drag and drop and build stuff so i'm pretty yeah. much if you say all these softwares have a plugin on Shopify. So from Shopify, the information gets passed to these softwares and they'll automatically send the order confirmation. They will send the shipping uh, details and stuff. They will send the abandoned cart. These things are pretty much automated. So when these things are happening, what is standing out is the copy.
1: So put your marketers into play, put your branding into play, put your consumer connect storyline into play, right? Yeah. Because that that's gonna give you that loyalty with your customers and also connect with your brand. Right. Yeah. So coming to that aspect of it, Anthony, you speak a lot about how conversations on WhatsApp can drive customer loyalty. Can you share maybe two or three proven examples which has worked in your experience? See.
0: So customer loyalty part, I think one of the biggest shifts that we have seen is we work with some clients. We set up the whole WhatsApp flow, the whole WhatsApp marketing suite. Okay? But the major, major thing that you know, was the turnaround for the business okay? was seeing you know, how we can collect data, okay? how we can acquire as much data as possible. Uh, so what we did is we used to run this kick-to-chat ads and get this chat initiated by the customers. And we said, hey, you know what? India is a trust deficit market. People don't trust easily. So, sending them to a website and expecting them to read the content themselves and then make a decision to buy, that's tricky. Okay. It is, I'm not saying it's not happening, it is happening. Right. So, no, a normal conversion rate of an e commerce store will be around 2% to 3%. The best will be Amazon. Amazon gets a 6% conversion rate, approximately. So, that is because the brand Amazon. So other Shopify stores or other WooCommerce store, whatever whatever best you can do your CROs, it will be not more than 2 to 3 percentage. So there is a small segment of people, out of 100 people, only three people are in that state to consume the content in the landing page and make a decision to buy. The 97% have doubts. So our thesis was this, you know what, if somebody visits an offline store, and they enters the offline store, what is the conversion rate, <laughs>
1: right?
0: How many people will enter the store and then walk out without buying? It's very less. Why? Because they are able to go there, see the products, okay, feel the products, and there will be a salesperson there, you know, in case they need help. So they can talk, you know, build trust, and once they are convinced, they can go and buy. So you have to imagine your website like a store. You have an offline store, your website is an online store. And we are spending a lot of money to drive traffic to the store. So why are we not talking to people? Right. So then we convinced the client to set up a tele sales team. And I think in India, I think this particular pool of talent who can sell on the phone is amazing. You would have seen so many people calling you for credit cards and bank loans. You have amazing talent out there.
1: Okay, it's, it's becoming a spam, really, right? Like I would rather be on WhatsApp, right, and interact with that brand whenever I want to, ha, right, and right. get get a response.
0: So I'll put it this way. So that is where again people misusing the platform. Okay, it's mm. not the platform that is to be blamed. It's the people behind it. Mm. So this credit card companies or bank companies were this this banks and you know loan agencies right they will just scrape data and start calling you without your permission but well, that is bad okay but that does not mean that telecalling is bad so here what we are trying to do is when somebody interacts with the ad and they start a conversation so they are starting the conversation not us then we you know handle the query with the help of a chatbot and then there will be a further question we want to speak to our agent right now hmm. when they do that information is passed on to a CRM immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, within five minutes, somebody will call. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you are browsing, you saw something, it was interesting to you, you clicked, you had an interaction and then you have an option to talk to somebody live right now. Right. And then they call. Right. So over the call, when they talk and explain it, when there's a human-to-human interaction, trust building becomes much more faster. And parallelly, the customer is also able to see video of the product testimonial of the product,
1: hmm.
0: right? So they are seeing something and they're also talking to people and getting nurtured on the fly. So that way, the on the phone conversion rate is around 25 to 30 percentage, right? Wow. When people talk. And this is again, not a, not an outbound call. So this is like people initiating a call in the chat and then say, hey, call me right now. I want to talk. So once we started doing this, we started accumulating a lot of data, and over the phone, the sales started happening, and then naturally we also also set up a renewal team, right, to renew the you know orders also. So after a month, I assume you know somebody purchased a health supplement or, or some kind of a product which has this repeatability, just natural. For example, there was a client who also had a organic bathroom cleaning products, all sustainable, all you know green nice products which you need every month right every month you need something to clean your bathroom and you know all your bathroom essentials so that product had this repeatability people used to order every you know single month so automatically within a month they get a notification saying that hey is it time to renew or refill your products and then the bot will have an option yes no If they say yes then they will get a payment link Okay. And there is not much options, right? Either it's a pack of two, pack of three, pack of four, they select one, they make a payment, the payment is done. Now, just in case people see, uh, saw it but missed to respond because they are busy. Now, the system can track as to, you know what, out of 100, let's say 40 people responded that they wanted and they automatically renewed it. Okay. 60 people, for some reason, did not open it or did not respond to it those 60 people are then called by the tele-sales team right? so you can use technology to front load it and automate the things that you want the things that are not automated or like where, where you where not ready response then you can have your manual intervention and then close over the phone okay so that way it becomes very effective to get these repeat orders and you know renewal happening so there was a case around know, for one of our biggest clients we were able to collect Almost sixty-five thousand odd phone numbers in the last one year. Okay, with this click-to-chat ads, and they already have, so it's a it's a two-year-old company. So historically, they had the past customer data and stuff. That is another one lakh odd phone numbers that they had. So a month. But that, is
1: is phone numbers just enough for you to do stuff in the sense like like I think. Do you always also go back and ask them information on segmentation or no, no 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 so so
0: what I right? so what I meant was they are already running ads okay, okay on Facebook promoting one particular product one single product now they generated sixty five thousand leads okay who who did this click to chat ads right so you mm-hmm. got so much database plus your customer data as well and uh, unfortunately one fine day they Facebook ad account got blocked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because of some RBI regulation, the payment that their card did not go through. So the payment was not happening. So their account got frozen. So suddenly this happens with most d 2 c brands. Okay. They are so much dependent on e commerce, on, on, on Facebook ads. And we have a situation where the RBI policies keep changing. And because of that, if uh, something happens, suddenly there is a business business. Disruption, right? You can't do business. The next day, if the ad is not running, they are, they are not getting new traffic and there's no sales. But luckily, this brand actually sailed through the whole month. Okay, because they had the old data and they set up their calling team to call and they ended up making 1.6 crores that month.
1: Did they call 65,000
0: people? No, they did not. I, I didn't mean that they called everybody, but whatever was possible, right? Okay. They call and majority was renewals. Okay. okay. Majority was renewals. Okay. So basically, what is happening is we are mitigating the risk by starting to accumulate data, right? So, slowly mm-hmm. you can start lowering your dependency on ad platforms. So, you can okay. start seeing the ad budgets as an investment to accumulate data so that mm-hmm. over a period of time you own enough data that in case. Suddenly, if something happens with the ad account, some policy regulation happens, you still have data to go back to and, you know, do your business.
1: Anthony, you also pointed this thing that, okay, customers can also interact with the WhatsApp business API and reorder or, you know, change their purchase or yeah. you know, request a new product and all yeah. that. How does that work? Like from the back-end implementation-wise or how does the DTC brand go about driving that? Because... I guess that it demands a lot of sophistication, technology play with it, so please share us your experience around building that kind of connect with consumers.
0: so again, this part of you know getting customer data and then modifying in the backend, okay now it is happening in phases, so the easiest will be let's assume a cash on delivery, okay order has happened. And you want to verify the phone number so normally what we do is we send otp verification now instead of otp you can send a whatsapp verification now so it will say hey ashish you made a you know cod order in xyz website and you can actually print enter address there and then there is you know a button saying confirm the order or modify the order or cancel the order three buttons if they click on confirm the order which means the phone number is correct because only if they have it on WhatsApp, they got the message and they can confirm. Okay. And they've mm-hmm. also given consent, you know, that yes, I made the CEO order. It's not a fake order. Okay. Number one, number two, if they click on modify order, so what happens is, I mean, these companies, for example, are Quickreply.io. So there are so many software. There. Okay. What they do is they will redirect them to the checkout page with the information pre-filled. So the address is already pre-filled there. They can go and change it. And if they say cancel order, then I guess these tools have the integration Shopify. So they will mm-hmm. go and cancel the order. So they have a good plugin system with these e-commerce platforms, which is helping to do this you know, alterations very easily. right?
1: I'm sure your team has written a lot of copies for people over yeah. WhatsApp. Maybe to drive... A repeat order may be to, you know, get someone to buy a large larger ticket product or something of those sorts. Do you want to maybe share some inspirations across to our listeners of maybe three copies that they need to take away from this conversation?
0: Yeah, I think easiest and the highest revenue generator will be your abandoned cart. Right. So, that you can be like straight point saying that, Hey, Ashish, oops, you forgot to complete the order, but we have saved it for you. But uh, this particular product is of super high demand and it might run out of stock anytime. Okay. Why not mm-hmm. complete the order? So we have saved it. Just click on the button below and complete the order. So something like that. Basically you can, you can be, you can also add some personality to it, make it fun also. Because it is WhatsApp, right? People don't like formal copy. They want to. It can be fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen cases where for beauty brands, right? We, there are instances of copies where you call them by "Hey beautiful," right? <laughs> you know, "Hey beautiful, your your you know a face makeover routine is incomplete." Okay, uh-huh. a product is waiting for you. Okay. Uh-huh. We can we can make it fun, right? And make it fun, and because it is not a very formal communication platform, it is WhatsApp, right? you You can be fun. and you can use emojis, you can use you know pictures, you can even use videos, right? So App yeah, Cart is definitely a good one. Next thing is definitely your order confirmation. I think that is one real estate. That is super valuable because once somebody makes an order, they're immediately expecting a confirmation message, right? Yep. They want to confirm whether the payment went through or the order is confirmed or not, right? Yeah. So that has a highest ever open ring. So at that point, what do you want to communicate? So many brands kind of waste it by saying, hey, follow us on follow on Instagram or Facebook, right? That's not required. Like that's a prime real estate. You know, why not <laughs> use it to get more sales, right? so that there you can give some kind of a coupon that they can you know use it for the next purchase that is something that can be done i think so that is another so another very good use case the third use case will be so we have this called conversational feedback okay so what do we do is uh, let's assume you purchased a face wash and after 15 days of you know, you buying it, we can send a message. In, we can send a message saying that, hey, Ashish, you purchased. We can call it the name of the product, right? Say, vitamin C face wash. Okay, how was the experience? And then you you give options like, I loved it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> so the two buttons are positive and one negative. If they yeah. if they click on the positive button. Immediately the bot will respond saying that, hey, Ashish, that's great. Know that you enjoyed the product. Okay. So we want to make it even more amazing. I want to give you an extra 20% off now, right? If you buy right now. So at the very moment, yeah, the very very moment you're happy at that moment, if you're able to make an offer, then it becomes even more powerful, right? Mm -hmm. It's like instant. And in fact, you can go one level further, okay? Let's assume 100 people got the feedback message and say 40 of them said they they are loving the product, okay? And then they got presented this offer to buy, okay? Assume they're busy in an office or they are like you in a podcast right now. They got this message. They couldn't respond to it, but they liked it. Even in that case, you can track out of 100, these 40 people who said, yes, they liked it. If they did not buy, you can always call them and ask for a feedback over the phone and like a feedback session. And over the phone, you can subtly pitch the next product or sell further.
1: Awesome. Coming to a question which is running in my head, shall I use a WhatsApp group to communicate with people where I bring them on? Or should I create a broadcast list? Or should I use WhatsApp API to drive all of that? So I'm sure with these three sets of tools, there's different kind of use cases for D2C brands. Can you please point out how each one of the channels should be leveraged on with its own offerings and with its own value from the, from the brands?
0: See, right now with WhatsApp API being available to brands, I'll strongly recommend to go to the API part. Okay, That is the proper way of doing business communication. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp groups are not meant for businesses. Okay, it was was meant for friends and family. So in group, what is have the problem? biggest problem is, assume you are able to add 250 people in the group. Every other person can see the phone numbers and they can scrape the data, right? So there's a biggest privacy problem there, right? So groups are not good, okay? And then so many people will be like, you know, messaging there, spamming there, unwanted, you know, your good morning messages will come. That will annoy so many people. So groups and broadcast lists are not for businesses, okay? Maybe for small, very, very small mom and pop shop, okay, broadcast work. Like you have this uh, business app for the small businesses, okay? That is not the API. That is, that's just a small one that you can have on your phone. You can have an app and then you can set up your catalog and stuff, right? In that, if you have a customer base, Okay, there you can create a, you know, broadcast list and send a broadcast. But this is for small operation. Okay, but if you're a D2C brand and you have like thousands of customers coming in every single month, right, that's not the way forward. You need to have a much more, you know, lean, clean system to, you know, have have this to and fro communication, manage them properly, respond to them, and also ensure there is data security for the customers. So WhatsApp mm-hmm. API will be the way to go if you are operating at a large scale.
1: You also kind of like touch upon a lot on how WhatsApp can drive conversions. You pointed out a little bit here and there throughout our discussion, but would like to take more deep dive on that aspect, especially for your first time purchase conversions for your repeat conversions and for increasing that lifetime value right Mm. across the three stages what are the triggers or what are the best practices that you you know tell to people you know for to follow
0: so let's go one by one okay now let's look at acquiring new customers so for acquiring new customers as i said you can run a kick to chat ad or what you can do is you can also get people to visit a website there you have all the content, but the call to action will be book a call, book the consultation on WhatsApp. Assume mm-hmm. you have a consultative approach. Let's assume you can book a consultation with a skin doctor or, or, a, or a skin specialist. Mm-hmm. Right? You drive traffic for like, you know, you can call out a particular problem. Let's just say a pimples or acne problem. So you take them to a page where there's a lot of information regarding acne. Okay, and then you say, you know what? Get a free consultation with a dermatologist. And there's a there's a picture of the person, the the doctor, and everything. And then there's a button saying book a consultation with doctor. You click, open some WhatsApp on WhatsApp. You can book a slot, and then they will call you over the phone. You can have a conversation, and then get sold easily. Okay. Right? Now, during this time, you can also send videos of like testimonial videos. Of your past customers, okay? Mm -hmm. You can send a demo video as to how to use the product. So this before after pictures, right? That also you can send on WhatsApp, right? So that was not possible on Facebook. Facebook is it's against the Facebook policy to show ads which have before and after pictures, right? So those things you can do via WhatsApp. So basically, with respect to your new customer acquisition, this is one strategy. Another interesting strategy will be like, you know, creating a hype. Now, let's assume you have a Diwali sale. So, Diwali is just around the, let's say, October 25th is Diwali. So, maybe like three, four days before Diwali, every brand will wake up and they will run a Diwali campaign, right? On And then Facebook ads and Google ads will be super expensive because you are competing with the likes of Amazon and Flipkart who will be spending crores on ads. And at that time, the ad cost will shoot up. Now, instead of competing at that point and paying a premium for the ad slot, what you can do is run a campaign, say, 20 days before. Say, in the month of September itself, you can say, hey, we have a great Diwali sale coming up. The sale will start on October 21st. October 21st to October 23rd, two days, we have the sale. Mm -hmm. And we have crazy offers that we are going to reveal. Join the waitlist. That will be the ad. They click on it. It will open WhatsApp saying and with the brief, that, hey, I want to be part of the Diwali sale waitlist. So you're not asking people money to buy a product. You're just saying, hey, join the waitlist to get exclusive offers. Right? Sure. Yeah. So when you do that, you are building a list of people who have openly expressed interest in getting the offers. This ads you can run, say, 20 days, thirty days before the actual Diwali time. At that time, the ad cost will not be that high compared to you know one week before Diwali. So you play smart and you know get all these people's phone numbers at that time. And when the sale starts, so so when people send a message to the brand saying that hey, I want to be part of this Diwali sale, okay, you can configure a chatbot which will reply back and say, hey Ashish, thanks for letting us know. We have added you to the waitlist. You will get a message from us on 21st of October at 4 p.m., be the first to open the link and buy because we have very limited stock available, (laughs) right? So you create an anticipation well in advance and tell that what to expect and when. After doing this, now you can do the nurture campaign also here. So you can now say automatically send a WhatsApp message, okay, after say one hour. Here are five most awaited products for this Diwali sale show the product, show the video also, but they can't buy that. Right. <laughs> that, that, so that will be available only on the device. So you can create the desire in people's mind with WhatsApp itself. Okay. Right. And then on 21st of October, you have a list of say 10,000 people, send a message saying that the sale is now open. Right. So this is basically you build a list, create a hype and then sell. Right. So this is for getting new customers. In terms of your repeat orders, let's assume if you're selling a coffee. Now we have so many e-commerce brands you know, selling coffees. Right? Yeah. So as you, you bought a coffee you know, coffee from XYZ company and you want people to consume it faster, consume more. right? So you can actually send coffee recipes right? and use videos for that via WhatsApp. Okay? So they watch mm-hmm. a video, great. They'll try it out, drink. They have to, basically they're consuming faster. Right, mm-hmm. and then at the end you can say, "Hey, is it time to reorder?" And then give a link. Click, they buy. Next comes your cross-selling. So cross-selling part, you know, assume you are again selling coffee, and then you can, after they purchase the coffee product from you, say within two three days of their buying of the purchase, you can say, "You know what? Hey, we also have this milk frother machine, which will you know help you to make this nice frothy coffee." Right. Right. So you can actually show a video of how it works and picture of how it works and then make an offer to them. That way also you can cross them.
1: Great, yeah. This is really insightful. I learned a lot and I hope the listeners also learned a lot from this. What's the landscape right now in the WhatsApp marketing, right? What I mean by that is what do you foresee from the technology front growing for the next four to five years to come? How that is going to play a role for D2C brands and how you think things are going to fall out right from WhatsApp being the go-to-go channel what are the other features that you think are in pipelines or you know good to haves must-haves for D2C brands to come so I think if you look at the motivation of the parent company Facebook
0: okay it's that you know what they don't want anybody to interfere in between and say you can't collect data, right? So they want to bring everything within their platform. So Facebook will definitely try to make sure that people can have a seamless purchase experience within WhatsApp, okay? So if you're an e-commerce store, you can put an entire catalog within WhatsApp. People can choose it, add to cart and then buy. So now the payment options are also available with, you know, certain providers like say Setu. So they are giving this uh, option to integrate payment within WhatsApp itself. Now WhatsApp has its own native payment feature called WhatsApp Pay. That has not been officially rolled out to businesses in, in a large scale. Okay, So that we can expect in another three to six months. Okay? If that mm-hmm. comes, it will be a game changer. Wherein mm-hmm. uh, UPI payments will be promoted and people can pay quickly and probably they did not even have to enter the address multiple times, right? So once you're using WhatsApp Pay, I think they will have a record of your address once and for all. Like like how you have your account on Amazon, right? So every time you don't have to enter your address, right? You just have to log in and then make a payment and then move away, right? So WhatsApp Pay is something that I'm very excited about. If that comes, it will be great. People can easily pay. and I think people will be comfortable paying via WhatsApp Pay that's yeah. the biggest thing apart from that see i am foreseeing a you know a case where i think the, this was hinted by facebook a long time back they're also seeing an option where you can search for businesses with directory. a directory yeah you can open hmm. whatsapp okay and then do a search okay if i if i just so if if assume there are you know 20 coffee D2C brands or coffee companies. Okay. Not only, you know, D2C brands, even if it's a brick and mortar store, coffee companies out there. If you search, okay, probably they'll show a search listing of all the verified companies, verified companies who are having WhatsApp API. Interesting. Right. And then they can also map by, you know, your location. Okay. If, if I'm from Chennai, then probably they'll be first preference to a Chennai-based coffee company, which is near me because they also have your location data. Right. Yes. So they are looking at, you know, also tackling the search problem as well. Right.
1: Yeah. Awesome. That's great, Anthony. Thank you so much for the great insights around WhatsApp. I want to end this podcast with a fun quiz, which is a surprise to you. Right. Uh, This is all around WhatsApp. So, ready? Yeah. Voice over text. What do you choose? Text. GIF over emoji. GIF. Video call, voice call? Voice call. Conversing through a single DM or conversing through a group? Single DM. Awesome. Lovely. (laughs) Thanks, Anthony. That is a really fun conversation with you. Hope you had a great time. And uh, listeners, please reach out to Anthony Chaco. He keeps writing a lot about WhatsApp and conversational marketing. Follow his brand, Alpha Marketer, join his community, subscribe to his newsletters, do all of that. And great to have you, Anthony, and I had really fun conversing with you.